And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Mosley. And like a lot of you listening, it's a tough day. It's a tough day in Baylor land. We got to react to this, okay? The sun did come up today, I'm told. Okay, I actually made it out of bed, attended a high school pep rally this morning, trying to focus on the fact that my daughter's cheering tonight with the varsity, or they're all actually the, um, yeah, the JV uh, getting called up to uh, cheer on the homecoming game. So very excited to see that, but uh, also just trying to deal with that loss last night. And uh, we want to give everybody an opportunity to listen, to participate, to weigh in. A good place today. This is going to be kind of a safe space for you guys uh, to react and start in doing it on Twitter. I'm seeing a lot of people weigh in with some thoughts. You can always tag me at at Matt Mosley, that's uh, M-O-S-L-E-Y on Twitter. That's where I spend a lot of time. Or you can do this. You can text us, and Aaron is monitoring closely your comments. All right? And we may have time a little later in the program today to take a few calls, which I love doing. It's 254-662-1660. That is the CNC Collision Center text line, 254 254- 662-1660. And, you know, whatever you want to, you may have something you want to get off your chest about last night. I mean, and I'll say on the surface, it was just, I, I the offense moved the ball beautifully. I mean, I the game plan was there. Now, there was one, I mean, I, I you can't help <coughs> but think about, Apologies, by the way, some kind of allergy situation here. You can't help but think that you're driving down there in the second quarter to make it 24-10. You're moving the ball. Defense has settled down a little bit, playing a little bit better after giving up that first touchdown drive and falling down 7 nothing. You're headed down to make it 24-10. And somebody reaches in there, kind of almost a freak deal, and pokes it away from Charlie. Now, not only do they poke it away, but they shove Charlie out of the way, and the young man returns it, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 65, 70 yards for a touchdown. It is a scoop and score. And Aaron, while Baylor responded fine from that, that made it 17-17, and Bears then went up 24-17 at halftime, it still robbed Baylor of a chance to really put – these folks in a big hole. Okay, so big turnover. Now, Shapin played. I mean, my gosh, he was – his decision-making was good. The passes were on point. The game plan was working beautifully. Well, you get the second half, and it's back and forth, back and forth. Defense isn't stopping anybody. They're not stopping the Bears. And Quaylen had been – I mean, you, you talk about hard running – I mean, Quaylen Jones, I, I was, you know, I know we've kind of said, well, Richard Reese is the top guy now, top dog, the freshman. Well, Quaylen 
was jamming it up in there and <clears throat> going down there to make it at that point, you know, it had that weirdness happen. Of course, the special teams, you get a extra point blocked. It, they would have made it 38-31, ends up being 37-33 because they returned that thing all the way. But the Bears are moving. Seven, eight minutes left in that game. Boom, boom, boom. They're rolling right down the field. And if they didn't put a hat right on the ball, ball comes rolling out of there, and uh, and the Mountaineers recover. And, and go down there and end up taking a 40-37 to 37 lead in the ball game. Now, again, there's just so many different things that could have happened. Um, they take a shot, I mean, uh, at a uh, just absolute targeting. Um, Shapin tries to, to get down, slide. If anybody should know how to slide, it's Blake because – of course, he's a big-time baseball player, as he pointed out on the broadcast last night. And I was at that point, I was listening to J.J. and, and John, and J.J. made the point. Well, I mean, that's West Virginia. If they can knock the quarterback out, they'll give up their cornerback or whatever player that was or safety. They'll, to- they'll totally make that trade. And that's kind of a harsh way to look at it. it it's certainly something that ended up happening. I hate it. I hate it for the game. I hate it for Blake. Blake ran off the field, but when he came back, he was in street clothes. I mean, that's as that's as great as I've ever seen Chapin throw the ball, and he's had some really great moments. I mean, think about the Big Twelve Championship game. But he he, he was on point. He was hitting his receivers in stride. A great mix up of the tight ends, the mixture of the tight ends and the wide receivers. He was playing brilliantly, and he gets knocked out of that game. And, of course, Drones comes in, and Drones barely misses a beat. He played really, really well. And he had their one bad, bad interception. Okay, you either take that sack or somehow throw it away. He's still back there in the pocket, so I get it. He was just trying to get rid of it. But what you can't do, of course is kind of throw the ball up in the air, hear him, scare him, okay? You just can't. What he did was the one thing you can't do. You'd almost rather take, and I get what was going through his head. He he hated giving up all that yardage and knocking him out of field goal range. And and it was a bad, it was a bad play, but the guy, the guy came in and, I mean, they – they, Aaron, think about that. They they go first and they go fourth and um, goal down there from about the two yard line, and they decide to go for it. I'm thinking, wow, okay, okay, and sure enough, I mean, they went with the analytics. They looked at the book. They decided, hey, this is what we're supposed to do, and he hits Hal Presley, and I mean, again, it's a short throw, but it was a gorgeous throw. He just puts it on his body. Only Hal Presley can catch that ball, and the Bears are in business. Now, of course, we know what happened next, and we know the blocked kick and the return and all of that. But I, I, I just thought that was – he came in through for like, my gosh, what, 200 yards in less than a half of football? I mean, he looked really, really good. So, I mean, the future is bright for Kyron Drones. And of course, they got Novosad coming in next year. 
big time blue chipper quarterback. But I love I mean I love the way <coughs> Drones delivered the ball. I loved his attitude. I loved his whole approach. I loved he's made one bad mistake. Okay, it's gonna happen. It's the first real meaningful playing time he'd ever received. He gets thrown into a game, and quite honestly, I thought he played really, really well. And I said so via social media, via Twitter, when he put something out there about, you know, overcoming adversity or whatever, and I just wanted to make sure, and I think he understands, hey, this guy, this guy went out and, and performed extremely well. Bad loss, though. Bad loss, and, you know, was it the defense's fault? Well, it's everybody's fault. Well, offense played brilliantly, except that they turned the ball over three times. Special teams, big kick by Mayers. Thank you, Mayers. I mean, thank you for being clutch. He is a clutch kicker. They thought they had some kind of big-time kicker last year, and I don't know. I don't know what exactly happened to him. He's just not, he's just not his head's not in the game, or he, something's a little off with him right now, and that's okay. He'll be back. He might. He'll still get his chance. But Mayers stuck with the program, and given the chance to to tie it up with a forty-four yard field goal is Nels. I mean, it'd been good from fifty or fifty-five, and it was right down the middle. So that's great. But you you sit there and you let some dude come right up the middle on you. I think it was. I think it was Stills. It was number. Um, Oh, 55, I think, for West Virginia. Comes rolling right through, right up, you know, Broadway. Right up the middle. Just, I mean, your, your, your snapper and whoever's next to him, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> you know, let's just open the gates wide open. Let this guy come in here. And sure enough, they grab it and go the other way. Bears have nobody back there. <laughs> and they make that game 37-33 and, quite honestly, grabbed a little momentum even though they were down, and they were able to take it down there. Then, of course, it became kind of a turnover thing, and uh, I don't know what that coach was thinking. I mean, JT Daniels played really well, but they throw the ball up. He makes a horrible decision, and, um, and, and Doyle gets the interception. Bears have, of course, a great chance, and, um, and, and, and got the field goal, but that was uh, needed more. Needed to go down there and score a touchdown. Didn't get that done, and uh, West Virginia wins that game. And quite honestly, Aaron, I mean, the defense, we talked about this the other day. I I think we, as good as that defensive line can be, and Eco was banged up in this game, and he fought hard to get back in there. But we thought this thing could be dominant, and at times it looks that way. But there's just not enough happening. There's not enough of a pass rush. There's whatever scheme they're looking at. I think they're playing a lot of too high, um, or Tampa 2 is what it's commonly referred to, and you'll see those safeties kind of back there at the same depth. They're getting eaten alive in the secondary, and they're not tackling. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of issues happening at the same time. Now, again, you want to weigh in, what's the biggest issue you had with that game? The game plan? The defense, what what happened in that game that you're still upset about as the Bears fall to 3-3 three and three and really are on the verge of just completely not being in the conference race? And honestly, 
you got to look at this schedule and go, hey, let's make sure they, they actually try to get in a bowl game. I mean, they'll try, but it's not going to be easy. You think Tech's easy? You think going to Norman as bad as OU's been is going to be easy? Texas looks much improved. Where are the wins? Where are the three wins to get bowl eligible? Kansas coming in homecoming? I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. Hope they react real well. We'll see what happens to Kansas on Saturday. Again, if you want to react, <clears throat> you got something to say. Uh, I want to let this be a place. And, again, even if you don't like something I've said, that's even better. I got thick skin. I'm fine. I'm fine. You disagree with me? That's good. 254-662-1660. It's 254-662-1660. And just quite honestly, you know, you talk a lot all week about complacency and this and that and uh, immaturity and veterans not playing. doesn't matter. Okay, all that stuff sounds fine, but if you go out and you let a team run over you, I, I'm not I don't know what any of that stuff means. I don't. I mean I, I all that stuff's fine, but you really have to take it out on the field. And I don't know any of that was complacency. I don't know if any of it was immaturity. Simply what we saw last night was a defense that just got knifed. I mean they got gashed in every way. And that's uh, really what we have to do. Aaron will be paying close attention. Aaron, is it, are our people starting to pour into the uh, the text line? Are we are we seeing some activity there? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. A little bit so far. Starting to oh good good good, starting to get involved. All right. Well, we will uh, we will air some of these opinions. Uh, as the day moves on, 254-662-1660 is that CNC Collision Center text line. But right now we're going to visit with, it's Chillin' with Quillen. All right, we'll talk about some of these high school matchups, but also talk about Curtis's trip to Morgantown. He has just arrived. He may even be on the road trying to get back in. He landed Oh, gosh, about an hour ago in Austin, and we'll try to sync up with him and uh, and see how he's doing. Curtis Quillen, the sports director of Channel 6, joins us next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and... 
your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away. Located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams at Suns Roofing. In the ALDS yesterday, Houston beat Seattle 4-2. Cleveland and New York was postponed for weather. Today in the MLB playoffs, Cleveland at New York, followed by Atlanta at Philly and L.A. at San Diego. In the NFL last night on Thursday Night Football, Washington beat Chicago 12-7. Baylor lost to West Virginia last night 43-40. UCF beat Temple 70-13. 
tonight in college football, Navy at SMU and UTSA at Florida International. High school football on our airwaves tonight, University at Elgin, 6.30 pregame on 104.9 FM. Waco at Shoemaker, pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple host Hutto, 7 o'clock pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for Chillin' with Quillin on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, Chillin' with Quillin. We love it every Friday at 420. And I'll let Chillin' know as he makes his way back into Central Texas that we've just gone final in the Bronx, and Cleveland has tied this series up with a 4-2 win in the ALDS. Naylor with a big hit in this one, uh, and uh, and that helped uh, the Guardians uh, finally break that tie that had been at 2-2 for a while. So there's the baseball, uh, and uh, always great to catch up with Curtis Quillen, sports director of Channel 6, a man who uh, – Went out to Morgantown yesterday, has now made his way back into Central Texas. Curtis, did everything go as planned? You were, uh, I, I remember when you were taking off to come to uh, Austin, did you land at about three as planned? Yeah, we might have landed a few minutes early, honestly. Uh, it was uh, as smooth of a trip as I've, been, as I've had um, recently. And given the year or two that the airlines have had as an industry, you take any time you get home on time as a massive, massive win. Um, no real issues. Uh, got all my bags and uh, pulling into the mother-in-law's house as we speak because I'm going to try and get a nap in before I go shoot high school football tonight. Oh, I love that. And it is nice to have that mother-in-law situation right there in Austin, although she'll probably want to say hello to you, visit with you a little bit, maybe feed you. Uh, so at least kind of, you know, spend a little time with her and, and uh, don't just use it as a place to bunk. Uh, but uh, these are good early in a marriage. Great to establish those bonds with your in-laws. Now, uh, as you've made your way back, uh, that was a rough one for the Bears. And you had all the great uh, pregame reports. You're there. You're probably down on the field shooting things and 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 really it and you heard Aranda after the game what do you think I mean there's a lot to point to I mean there's the three turnovers on offense even though the offense moved the ball like crazy crazy shape and play great and quite honestly uh Kyron Drones came in and played really well except for the one bad interception um but I I to me the most demoralizing thing coming off that game is just the continued issues on the defensive side of the ball is that is that your takeaway after that 43 40 loss absolutely the defense just had no answer for the west virginia offense uh you know early on in this game uh talking with some other people who cover baylor down on the field it was like okay like okay the run's not there tonight for west virginia five minutes later it's there and it's there all night long it was uh unlike anything i've seen this season but you know, the issues with not being able to tackle and not being able to finish the play or maintain your assignment, uh, those remained from the Oklahoma State game. Um, and I would say that those issues cost Baylor the game, but, you know, offensively three turnovers, I mean, they lost the turnover battle. What was it, 3-1? to one? And so it's, yeah. 
you have to take care, better care of the football. That includes Blake Shapin whenever uh, he's looking to scramble because, you know, at first I thought he just dropped the football because it was cold. That was the first uh-huh. cold-weather game for the Bears this season. Um, but, no, when I went back and watched it on my camera, um, it got poked out. And so, uh, you know, as the offensive line was blocking, one of the West Virginia uh, pass rushers was able to reach through, poke the ball out, uh, of his hand and next 65 yards later we're tied at 17 and you know they could never get that momentum back right that 10 point lead evaporated like that and uh that was an issue offensively uh, really the only issue offensively was the the turnover battle uh be, i would say that the game essentially uh came down to not being able to tackle because i don't i don't know that if the defense tackles the way it did last night that if you if kyron drones just takes the sack there instead of throwing up a prayer that really, really should not have been thrown. Um, you know, I don't even know if that if they win the game if that throw doesn't get made. And so I think it comes down to not being able to tackle. Yeah, because they got the ball right back there, and then they were able to tie it up with a field goal. But then, I mean, even then, you're just like, okay. Um, and, and it was a bad sign, wasn't it, on the on the kickoff, I believe it was, they return that to about the 30 or 35, so got some pretty good field position, and then boom, we're in, we're in shape in a hurry, and then you know you're like, do you let them score, uh, or do you try to hold them to the field goal and burn all your timeouts? Did you have a what was your feeling because you were down there on the field watching all that? Do you did you think it was? I mean, in the end, now knowing what happened probably better because then you only you you only have to kick a field goal to tie it um right. we didn't know that at the time you could have let them score and preserve quite a bit of time because then you could have had a minute or minute and a half in in three timeouts or two timeouts if you let them score what was your gut telling you during that time there at the very end of the game I thought Aranda played that that last possession from West Virginia that put it put it up 43 uh 40 I thought he played that possession perfectly, you know, hold him to a field goal because then if our, if our next offensive possession works, we win this game. If it doesn't and we're in range, okay, we can tie it, send it to overtime. Um, I just think that, you know, a false start, uh, whatever, you know, the drive did not go the way that it needed to, to be able to get that field goal in a, in the, spot it needed to and so we never saw John Mayers come out there on the field to be able to do it but I mean this is a guy who in 2019 kicked it from what 51 53 against TCU on the road so he's no Uh stranger to being able to to kick those long ones and so um I thought he played that I thought he played that perfectly especially when you have to take into account that for as little as the crowd was in it at the start of that game uh, they sure got into it in the second half. That was something when they, when West Virginia fans started seeing that, oh, oh, we're not just close in the first half. They're not going to blow us out in the second half. Like the stadium just kind of progressively got louder as the second half rolled on. Um, and it was, I'll be very transparent. It was kind of a terrible crowd, uh, wow. size wise. And in the first half, it wasn't great. Uh, I mean, at one point when Baylor scored a 17 unanswered. Um, all the life inside the stadium had been zapped and that changed real quick in the second half. That very small crowd sounded a lot louder than, uh, than it did in the first half as we, as we rolled through the fourth quarter last night. 
Curtis Quillen, uh, sports director at Channel 6, joining us for Chilling with Quillen. Curtis, what can you tell us about Blake Shapin? We heard the comments from Coach Aranda after the game. We saw uh, some of the footage of him coming back in street clothes. He certainly was able to run off the field. So I guess the good news is, at least to the naked eye, uh, there was not any of that sort of scary stumbling around that we've seen in the NFL here recently with Tua. But it was certainly deemed... I guess, first of all, I, give us an update. Then I also wanted to know what you thought of that hit and kind of being there and being close to that action. Did it, Did it? Uh, you know, obviously it was an illegal play. Uh, did it feel dirty? What did you, uh, uh, what did you kind of, what was your take on all that? Um, so I'll start with the update on shaping. There isn't one yet. Um as far you know, we know what we know from last night. Uh, he and Squirrel left with head injuries, and that they'll be evaluated. We'll probably know more Monday when when Dave Aranda talks ahead of the Kansas game. Um, and it, uh, as far as the hit, you know, I, okay. Let me go back to the injury. I didn't think I saw him run off the field I thought he walked but when he had trouble getting up Matt that was when I kind of figured he wasn't coming back into this football game um he had trouble sitting up (laughs) right after the play and rightfully so he got he got clobbered um when I saw them grab his helmet coming out of the medical tent uh trainer walked him into the bench area takes his helmet and then they walked him up the tunnel. Uh, that told that told me everything I needed to know at that point. Pretty much confirmed my suspicions. And then when he came out in the street clothes, everyone at that point they were just very publicly like, "Yeah, no, he's he's done for the night." Um, the hit itself, like you you hit the nail on the head. That was the kind of play that targeting was put in there to take out. I don't know that it was dirty. I think it was just poor aim, poor timing. Um, we, I mean, how many times has Baylor had a defender who had one of those hits? I mean, it was kind of the same thing um, Dylan Doyle did uh, at BYU, except he went um, high and he went high on a standing player and he timed that poorly on a receiver. And this was a poorly timed hit on a on a sliding quarterback. It's also why they put the rule into place that the slide. Technically, you are down when the slide starts. It's yeah, so that you, yeah. as soon as you see the quarterback give themselves up, they're no longer – you cannot touch them or it's 15 because it, it, it's, a, it's a level of protection for them on that kind of slide. They can slide 10 yards from where they give themselves up, but the ball goes back to where they gave themselves up um, at that point. So, yes, it was the definition of targeting, and the officiating crew last night did a remarkable job. Um, they kept control of that game. They applied the rules well, and that play, they talked it over because targeting is a very, a very serious penalty in college football. Um, and now that you can't have stands, and the NCAA does have a win in doubt target and review, like flag it for targeting, announce it as targeting, yeah. take it to a review, and double-check it. Um, and so now that it, with targeting, there is no stance. It's either confirmed or overturned. Um, they handled that play well. Um, as well I think the one of the things that needs to be discussed out of this is squirrels injury too I didn't see where he got hit that was on a kick return it was a nice return 
Um, but, you know, I want to see what that loss does to the Bears in the long run as well because he's been playing well and been able mm-hmm. to receive really well out of the backfield as well. Um, I think Kyron Jones might take a couple of games. We don't know when Blake Shapin will come back. There's a chance that he's good to go against Kansas. There's a chance that he has to sit out the Kansas game and he's not back until Texas Tech. And yeah. so um, I think Kyron just needs more snaps because he got better as the night went on with the exception of that just inexplicable interception. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was good from the start. I, I he came he came in and, and on that drive he a four, I mean I thought, man, they're asking him on fourth and goal from the two and he put that ball right on Presley and uh and some of those downfield throws, I mean they were getting chunk plays like crazy. Twenty yard. I think that's a the hardest part, Curtis, when you look at that game is like you said, I mean the turnovers are bad. But to move it and and to have that much success on offense and even with the turnovers, to score 40 points and that not be enough. Yeah. Uh, because, because you can't stop them in the run. <laughs> you can't stop them in the pass. And w- we probably are guilty of what Aranda is getting on his players about, about thinking, because a lot of these players, some of these players were on last year's team. And there's, so there's some thought, well, I mean, they were great last year. I mean, these guys should show up at some point and be great. And as I tweeted about today, that 2021 magic is gone. It was a great season. It was a fun season. But I, I think Aranda's tried to tell him, and I think he's had a hard time getting that message home, uh, that none of the, those, some of those players are gone and all that success has kind of left the building. All right, I did want to give you a little time here to talk about the high school slate. Uh, and it is the... Uh, uh, first of all, the game of the week, we always like to announce that. I, I think I saw it Monday, in fact. Y'all came out and I think Lively put it out there perhaps um, Monday, and I saw a retweet from you. Uh, give us your game of the week, and then what are, what are a couple other games that, uh, that, you, that you're really monitoring closely? So our game of the week tonight, uh, for the first time, we're going to Searle Stadium where uh, it'll be Ellison and Colleen High in a District 4 5A Division One matchup. Uh, we were thinking about a couple, all of the runs that we, all of the games of the week um, that we were choosing from were kind of in the Bell County area. It's a little bit of a lackluster week schedule wise in the Northern part of our viewing area. Um, the reason we went with Colleen versus Ellison right now, there is a four way tie for fourth place in district four, five, a division one. And it's three schools from in our backyard. It is Shoemaker, Colleen, Ellison, and Granbury. And they're all playing down the street from one another tonight. So if you're in Bell County, those four teams are playing in three separate games, all in Bell County. Go watch one of them. You've got Granbury at Belton. You've got this one. You've got Shoemaker hosting Waco High over uh, at Club Buck tonight. Look. This is, uh, you know, Josh Sadler's an offensive guy, and Colleen's offense has been stuck in the mud lately um, in the last couple of years. And so uh, can they get this? uh, Where is this offense going to be coming out of tonight? Because Ellison is probably the best defense Colleen will play all season. And for Ellison, can you get over the hump? Can you get into the playoffs? Because this could shape – this is a week that I'm not even going to say could – but given the four-way tie situation and when you look at the schedules for these teams, uh, this week will shape the playoff picture in that district. And if Ellison or Colleen want to stay in the hunt, 
in the final few weeks. Uh, Cause what is it? Week eight. So we've got three weeks left um, after this, after tonight is done. And so if you want to stay in the hunt going into that, you've got to get a win tonight, especially in that district. And so we went with that, uh, not just because it's the original rivalry in Colleen, but because of the implications it's going to have on the playoff picture. Even if both of these teams wind up missing, this game will be the, will be something that determines who that four, who that fourth seed is when uh, next month comes because of the four, four way tie situation and not everybody in the tie has played everybody else in there. And so, you know, I think Belton is rightfully favored against Granbury tonight. And I think Shoemaker is rightfully favored against Waco high tonight. Uh, the last computer projection I saw on our game of the week from Dave Campbell's Texas football was five points in Ellison's favor. And so expect a really good matchup there. Some other games I'm watching tonight, uh, Salado Gatesville, I think that's a phenomenal showdown. I think this is something that, you know, where is Salado's head? Because they bounced back from a four-game skid last week at Robinson in, in, in a good fashion, but that was a close game. And so this will tell me a lot about this district this year, and is Gatesville going to be able to compete with a playoff spot? Because I, I, coming into the season, I thought that the final playoff spot would be between um, – you know, Robinson and Madisonville. Well, Madisonville's been exceeding expectations this season, and it's a five-team district. So one team misses, um, and if Gatesville doesn't take – because I, I have been underwhelmed with what I've seen from the Hornets. And so if they don't take some steps and if they don't show uh, – if they don't, if, I mean, truly if they don't get a win, but if they don't uh, show that they're capable of it, then it, we could be talking about Gatesville missing the playoffs this year. Um, and then after that, you know, Holland Thorndale is really fun. I think that's for the District 13 2A1 uh, title this, tonight. And then uh, obviously I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the game at Willie Williams Stadium tonight with China Spring and La Vega uh, yeah. playing for the first time in the regular season since 2019. Um, they've played a lot since I've been here. You know, my first year was the second year in a row they've met twice um, in, in the regional final. And so you know, where are the pirates at? Because La Vega under Don Hyde is a team that is very much not the same team uh, in week eight, which is what we're in as it is in week one or week two or three. And so it's, you know, where is La Vega at this season? They got a really nice win over Waxahachie life last week, to open district play. Uh, what, what are they going to do against China spring tonight? And, you know, since I have been working at Six News, China Spring has not won a regular season matchup against La Vega. Wow. And they get that monkey off their back and contend and not, you know, um, I think I heard Greg Tepper at Dave Campbell's Texas Football this week describe it as, do they have look-ahead issues? Are they looking ahead at Stephenville or are they focused on the game at hand? And so I think there's a lot of really interesting things about that game uh, as well. All right, I've got China Spring. I don't care what Dave Campbell's Texas football has. I've got China Spring as a seven-point favorite in this thing, and and I have La Vega covering that spread. Okay, but I do have China Spring winning this one outright. But you're right. Don't do not doubt Coach Hyde in this kind of situation where he's the underdog. That can be a little scary for uh, China Spring. Curtis, glad you're back with us. Uh, Get a little nap in, and then uh, and then get about your coverage, and uh, just lean heavily on on the young lively. He's a he's a he's a spry one, and uh, he you know just send him out to wherever you need him tonight, and just kind of get your legs back under you. 
I've got a great team. He's handling the 6 o'clock newscast tonight. Nicole's at our game of the week uh, in Colleen, and so I'm going to see my wife for a bit, get a nap in, and then I'm going to head to Salado, and I will see everyone at Eagle Stadium at 7. All right, roll out the red carpet for Curtis Quillen. There he goes. It is chilling with Quillen. Coach Westerberg and everybody will be so excited to see him. Next, it is time for Campus Confidential. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler Beatty is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Bush's Chicken at China Springs, China Spring Country Store, and Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors. The China Spring Cougars open district play with a 49-17 win over Alvarado. Coach, the Indians managed an early 10-7 lead, but from that point on, your defense stiffened. The offense kicked it in gear for a 56-10 lead by halftime. Overcoming a deficit just has not been a problem for your Cougars this year, has it? It hasn't. You know, we're, we're really excited about uh, the way that we responded. And obviously, we're going to get the best from every single uh, team that we play. Up by 46 at the half, that gives you a chance to give your reserves some extended, extended playing time. Uh, out of that group, who stood out after you watched the game video? Yeah, I'm really impressed by Jackson Battles. He's one of our outside receivers, um, but he comes in and plays quarterback. And it's good for him to know that he's always one play away. And he's able to get out there and have some success and distribute the football to the playmakers. As you see the district stack, stacking up so far, what do you think about your district and what's going on there? Kind of what we figured. I mean, we knew that there were going to be uh, three teams that are really going to stand out, and then that other one fighting is, is going to be uh, really tough. And so just kind of worrying about us, and, and obviously with Stephenville having the bye last week, they're going to be fresh these last three games, and uh, we just got to worry about La Vega now and, and then let everything else kind of sort itself out. This week you travel across town, take on La Vega. That's a game that gets a lot of attention because of the success of both of those programs. Give us your perspective of the matchup with the Pirates this year. So this will be the first time uh, in my China Spring time that we were actually playing La Vega, and uh, we're super excited about it. Our kids are on edge. They, they know kind of pressure that brings, but uh, kind of the same M.O., just worrying about us and going one and zero and practicing uh, to our best of our ability to be prepared for the game. ESPN Central Texas. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. 
You'll find gifts for the whole family. Jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween costume contest with up to a $1,000 gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, they have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry your gym or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams at Suns Roofing. In the ALDS yesterday, Houston beat Seattle 4 2. 
Cleveland and New York was postponed for weather. Today in the MLB playoffs, Cleveland at New York, followed by Atlanta at Philly and L.A. at San Diego. In the NFL last night on Thursday Night Football, Washington beat Chicago 12-7. Baylor lost to West Virginia last night 43-40. UCF beat Temple 70-13. Tonight in college football, Navy at SMU and UTSA at Florida International. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University at Elgin, 6.30 pregame on 104.9 FM. Waco at Shoemaker, pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple host Hutto, 7 o'clock pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. As we continue to react, and we'll hear from you, you've been weighing in with some of your thoughts on the text line. Also want to remind you that in about 10 minutes, um, we will, about 10 to 15 minutes, we will uh, have for you Keontae George, who is the freshman sensation for the Baylor Bears basketball team, men's basketball team, and uh, could be the next lottery pick for the Bears, already being projected to go in the top five, certainly the top ten in the 2023 NBA draft. And he's going to be on with us. What a tremendous uh, score player and young man that Keontae George is, who hails from Louisville, Texas. By way of IMG Academy out there in Bradenton, Florida. It'll be so fun to catch up with uh, Keontae. That's coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Be with us about 5.05 for that. But let's turn it over to Aaron Sexton to see what's on his mind as we talk some college football. Three big 12 games on the schedule for tomorrow. The early game is number 19, Kansas, at struggling Oklahoma Actually, two early games, the uh, KU-Oklahoma game on ESPN on ABC. Iowa State visits number 22, Texas. The late game is the big game on the Big 12 schedule with number 8, Oklahoma State at number 13, TCU in a battle of unbeatens. That game is at 2.30, also on ABC. The most surprising thing about this one, I think, is the spread. TCU at home is a four-point favorite over the higher-ranked and Most, I think what most would consider com- uh, favorite to win the Big 12 championship, Oklahoma State team coming into Fort Worth tomorrow. Yeah, I, um, I get it. And let's remember, a lot of times we get caught up on, you know, they, these, the Vegas is not always thinking about, oh, who's better or who's this and who's that. They're thinking of how do we set the line to get the most action. So there is some thought if you favor TCU by four that the higher-ranked team, the OSU folks, money's going to come rolling in. And, and, and of course, the money will dictate that final line. But the early lines, a lot of times you'll see it, and it'll stay pretty close. Now, if they get one a little wrong, the money will hit it hard, and then you'll see a big move. But... I get this one because um, I just don't think 
I don't think people trust either one of these teams. I, I like them. I mean, I think both teams are good. Don't get me wrong. And I think both quarterbacks have been tremendous this season. I think you can make the argument that Duggan is one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the country right now. I mean, the Alabama quarterback's been banged up that, you know, won the Heisman last year. Uh, you can look around the country. Uh, obviously, actually, the Clemson quarterbacks played really well. Um, thinking of the Big Ten, uh, yeah, the Ohio State quarterback has been uh, really, really good. Max Duggan, in my mind, is a top-five quarterback this season, and Sanders is not that far behind him. So count me in for a 2:30 contest, and uh, we can just get caught up, try to watch some other football, and drown our sorrows uh, in the uh, – and, of course, with Topa Chico or something like that, <laughs> kind of a non-alcoholic drink. But um, for, for Aaron and I, y'all can do whatever you want. Um, but uh, let's, uh, let's just try to recover from what we saw in uh, Morgantown. Wasn't that interesting, by the way, Aaron, to hear Curtis Quillen, who was down on the field, talking about how awful that crowd. I mean, on TV, you can't always tell how bad a crowd it was early. Like, they didn't really show up. There weren't that many people. And then, of course, as it got closer, and maybe as they had a few more drinks, uh, the uh, the crowd, I think what happened is, I really think that if Baylor had gone up 24-10, they were going to peace out. I mean, I think the crowd was ready to quit. I think the team might have. And that tying that game up 17-17 got them back in it. Now, Baylor did respond well to that. But they, but, but from that point on, they could never really get true separation. And uh, even when they had a chance to, oh, late, and of course the fumble. God, uh, Quaylen played so well. I, I just, I have a hard time beating up on these kids who fumble because, like, Shapin was great, Quaylen was great. I mean, our man uh, Drones was excellent. Drones' arm looked good. He was accurate. That, that fourth and goal pass was awesome. He put that thing right on Hal Presley. I mean, it was, it was perfect. And uh, then he just made a really, really poor decision. It's going to happen, but uh, it just happened too much to overcome in that game. Tremendous offensive game plan, but they, they could not overcome those turnovers because there was no margin for error because the defense was in a bad, bad way, even though for a while in the first half they found their footing. The defense was okay. And then that scoop and score happened, and the defense just, ugh, was rough the rest of the way. Texas A&M was forced to cancel practice yesterday due to a bomb threat. The school announced through its emergency management system. The threat was made to Cal Field at approximately 225 yesterday, uh, 225 Eastern, so 125 our time. And the stadium itself, along with Bright Football Complex were evacuated out of precaution. The Aggies were scheduled to practice starting at 2.30 yesterday, obviously, and but that uh, practice ended up being canceled, according to our good friend Travis Brown, who had uh, the ongoing reports of this story late yesterday afternoon. Texas A&M is on a bye week, so, they were, so uh, head coach Jimbo Fisher went ahead and canceled that practice. Yeah, Jimbo was spotted in his Ford pickup truck. Yeah. And he was, uh, he'd probably gone to lunch or something and pulled back up, and then all that was happening. So he was on the phone with his assistants, you know, making sure they were out of there. 
And then the uh, players, as you said, Aaron, were just kind of milling around outside. So crazy deal. And uh, ended up calling off that practice that was supposed to happen at 2.30 yesterday afternoon. And the Ags were supposed to go on break anyway. So they'll take a little break and they'll come back from that. But scary times. And, again, it was some kind of crank, you know, idiot doing this. And, and But you have to, in this day and age, you got to check everything out. So glad everybody's okay and uh, nothing uh, nothing happened there. ACC. Aaron, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were pausing for me to, to jump in. Go ahead. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips told ESPN that the CFP committee is still working to try to get the college football playoffs expanded by 2024. He said, quote, we're trying, we're committed to do it. He acknowledged the logistics and the timing are very difficult, but he said, quote, it's not insurmountable, but time is not a friend of ours right now. Time is not on our side, but there's a lot of push to try to get this thing done. And that Just push, do it. Yeah, well, that Just, push is from the CFP's board of managers, which is their bosses. So, yeah, <laughs> they probably want to get that done. Just get it done. I mean, my gosh, I agree to something. You all want the playoff. You all want it sooner rather than later. Get it done. That last thing, Aaron, I was also going to add, you probably had this, and we can hold some of this for Monday, was just that note about uh, some of the scheduling already coming together uh, for the, the new-look Big 12 and, and you know, how that's all going to look and each team, you know, who they're going to play against. And so uh, that's uh, in, in it right now through 2024, they are still including, of course, OU and Texas in the scheduling model, and that was just something that's kind of come out in recent days via the uh, the Big 12. Big 12's been hard at it. They've been doing a promotional blitz in New York City. Good to have Scott Drew and uh, Bob Huggins a part of that one. I, I, I did, Aaron, kind of cringe when I saw that, uh, and I've been on the show too, so I can't act like, oh, Mosley's above doing this, but they were on that Barstool show. You know, uh, pardon my take. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, great. That's all Scott needs is to get on with those guys and get lured into some weird conversation. But hopefully everybody was respectful and, and let Scott continue to be Scott. All right. Uh, it is time for the fabled 5 o'clock hour. And for what you've been waiting on, Keontae himself. Keontae George. One of the really the best recruit, uh, the highest ranked recruit in Baylor basketball history, joins us next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Demarcus Lawrence is tired of hearing about Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. He'd let you know how he really feels right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys will be in Philly this weekend for the primetime Sunday night football divisional duel against the undefeated Eagles, who are led by quarterback Jalen Hurts. And while Cowboys players have been peppered all week with questions about how to stop Hurts in the Eagles ground game, defensive end Demarcus Lawrence has had enough. Hey, how about this? That's the last question I'm here about Hurts. For real, though. Because I really don't care. Y'all asking me questions like I should be worried about them. I just want y'all to understand that, you know, we come to play too. Dak Prescott did some light throwing yesterday and was listed as a limited participant in practice, but it's Cooper Rush who'll start again this weekend. Kickoff Sunday night is 720 Central. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Montgomery Construction and Roofing is a second-generation roofing company located in Lorena. Montgomery Construction and Roofing offers commercial and residential roofing, such as shingles, metal roofing, TPO, gutters, roofing repairs, and replacements. Give Montgomery Construction and Roofing a call at 254-655-1024. That's 254-655-1024. Or visit their website, RoofsTexas.com for a free roof inspection. Montgomery Construction and Roofing proudly supports the Lorena Leopards. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes, and daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special, a Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make a winning drive to Genco and refinance your vehicle. Every loan can skip monthly payments for 90 days with rates as low as 3.75% APR for 48 months. Right now is the time to make a play. At Genco, we save you money by helping you pay less for your car. Every loan scores no payments for 90 days. Then have a chance to win three more months of no payments. Apply online today for an additional discount of 0.15% off our already low rates. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with good feet arch supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Very excited about our next guest. It is Keontae George uh, joining us. The, uh, uh, the basically the highest recruit in Baylor history. No, no pressure at all, Keontae. But uh, welcome to the uh, Matt Mosley Show. We've been excited about visiting with you. And by the way, we had a lot of fun watching you over in that Global Jams uh, tournament. And uh, that was uh, that was a lot of fun to to kind of get to. We've seen you play and seen a lot of the footage, but getting to see you play with your Baylor teammates that was a lot of fun. But uh, great to be visiting with you today. Yeah, great to great to, great to be on the show. Well, uh, I tell you, congrats! First of all, preseason Big Twelve Freshman of the Year, uh, and then you'll be taking off to Kansas City to help represent uh, Baylor. 
Uh, that's got to be kind of fun. You and, and, and your fellow guards, it's like they're sending our whole backcourt out to Kansas City. Um, yes, how, how fun is that for the three of y'all to end up on these uh, accolades? And then, of course, the, the news today coming that Baylor is predicted to win the Big 12. Uh, how fun is it when you when you already start getting some of those uh, preseason awards? Man, I've been watching. You know, I watched a lot of uh, last year's team. Um, just couldn't wait to get down here and uh, really be a part of the program. And uh, now that I'm part of the program, man, it's been a lot of fun. Um, like you said, uh, prodigiously well. Um, you know, like I said for myself, um, my personal accolade, um, just being preseason Big 12 freshman of the year, um, it's a blessing to be able to uh, be recognized for an award like that. Uh, speaking of some of those freshmen, I mean, one guy, I've seen even footage of you playing against Grady Dick, who will be at Kansas. There's some incredible freshmen coming into this league. So that's a high honor. You know, I you first came on my radar. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the Metroplex over the years. And at that high school in Louisville, man, y'all put together, y'all had an incredible backcourt there. Uh, Arterio Morris, who's now at University of Texas, how much pride do you take, Keontae, with all those guys from the Metroplex? Anthony Black, Kason Wallace from over at Richardson, Ryland Griffin, Arterio. I mean, you. That, that's an incredible group that are going to be freshmen this year. How much pride do you guys as a group sort of take having grown up and played uh, together and against each other in the Metroplex? You know, it's just, you know, see all the guys I've been growing up with, um, the games, the, uh, the names you uh, – said um you know being competing against them for you know who knows how long um you know really close um guys like case and anthony black um you know i've been one of them um like i said and you know just to be you know all of us to be some of the um top freshmen coming into college basketball it's a blessing for all of us um you know like I, like you said before um it's a different type of pride that we take um take with ourselves when being from dallas you know, going all over the country to play for different programs. Um, so, you know, for myself, um, I take a lot of pride, um, you know, in my work, you know, my skill, um, you know, just, you know, kind of trusting my work. So, like, like I said, I mean, it's, it's a different type of pride um, coming from Dallas. Yeah, it's uh, – and we're we're all – those of us who spend a lot of time in the Metroplex are so proud of you guys. I got to see Kaysen a lot. And, uh, you know, of course, Trey Johnson, they would play against him over at Lake Highlands. And Kaysen occasionally would decide he was going to take off from the free throw line and dunk on everybody. So you're very familiar with Kaysen's game as well. So it'll be fun to watch him at Kentucky. Do you already have that Arkansas game circled? Uh, we just talked – I mentioned Anthony Black – Nick Smith on that team as well. Another great freshman coming out of uh, Little Rock. Uh, is that a game that uh, when you saw when that was going to be and who Baylor was playing in that SEC challenge, did you get kind of excited about that one? Um, I definitely got really excited um, to play a game like that. It's going to be a great atmosphere here uh, down in Waco. Um, and also getting a chance to, um, like I said, compete against one of my best friends, uh, Anthony Black. Talking to uh, – Keontae George, uh, the the uh, new guard at Baylor, and uh, Keontae, one of the fun things to think back on. I, I you know, I, I love y'all's assistance there. John Jacobs is such a great guy. Alvin Brooks the third, I believe AB, as a lot of us call him, 
first saw you maybe in person when you were in middle school, maybe over at Prestonwood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you do? You remember that? What do you remember about like the first time the Baylor staff and and maybe even AB that first visit and and what were your impressions? That had to be something for a middle schooler to already have uh, you know colleges uh, taking a peek at his game. Um. Yes. Yeah. When I first um, seen them uh, come to the gym and I was just in um, uh, eighth grade, uh, I was just kind of like starstruck, um, you know, because at the time, you know, uh, Coach Shelby was telling me, you know, I'm going to be able to play, you know, at the collegiate level, you know, play at the highest level, um, you know. And, you know, just it was a dream to, you know, play D1 basketball and just, you know, to see them come, watch me at a young, early age, you know, kind of, you know, instill some confidence in me uh, just to go hard each and every day. And now, you know, the time that they put in, the time they invested in me throughout the recruiting process, you know, it paid off for them. And now, you know, I'm here and they keep they getting me better each and every day now. Yeah, it is Keontae George joining us, has joined this Baylor team that's now favored to win. They've been voted by the coaches to win the Big 12, and he is the Big 12 uh, preseason freshman of the year. Uh, Keontae, um, you know, Scott Drew famously, you know, he really connects with players, and I think one of the things players love about him is that he truly does care about the person. They say that. Uh, some A lot of people probably say that. I think Baylor does mean that. What was it that, that in the end, and you made your decision fairly early, as I recall, what was it uh, that that really connected with you that made you say, okay, this is where I want to commit? Because honestly, even after you committed, all this NIL stuff happened. Players are getting huge money at different places. You could have really gone anywhere in the country you wanted. What was it about Baylor in particular that you said, okay, this is where I'm going to stay committed to? Um, you know, you know, every school has a culture, but, you know, here, um, you know, it felt real. Um, I felt like, our, you know, our culture of joy here, um, you know, it really plays into a factor um, of how they play on the court. Um, you know, playing for others, playing as a team. And, you know, that was something I want to be a, uh, be a part of. Um, you know, the winningness that they bring here. Um, you know, I say it all the time, but, you know, Coach Drew and Coach A.B., um, you know, I knew I wanted to come here when they um, showed, showed up to one of my games in uh, Austin, and they came with a shirt that had a number one on it. So I know it, it sounds kind of funny, but, you know, for <laughs> them to go out their way, put a shirt on like that, knowing I wear number one, um, you know, it just kind of told me, like, yeah, this is where, you know, where I'm wanted. Um, this is where I can really get better, you know, each and every day. Now, is that like a number one? Did they have like jerseys on type deal, or was it actually like number one jerseys? What did they? What what was what uh, kind of uh, what did they show up in? It was just like a um, kind of like a Baylor shirt that had the number one on it. Uh, Anybody could have bought um, in like an <laughs> academy or something like that. But you know, they had it and they had it on. So you know. Oh man. Yeah, that's uh, that that burned a, a hole in your memory, which is a great thing. Now, Keontae, tell me, Adam Flagler, L.J. Cryer has come back recently. Langston Love cleared to do everything. I mean, this really is emerging as one of the great backcourts in the country. What is it? What has it been like now that y'all can have these these full practices and everybody's in there doing their thing? What? Uh, how? How is that all coming together? And and what? Uh, 
what so far has your role i mean you're you're someone that can have the ball in your hands you're also comfortable playing off the ball how do you see sort of yourself being involved in in what Baylor's putting together because this is a this is a extremely talented group um the guard play is coming together real well um you know like you said we have um Adam come back we have LJ finally back Langston finally back um so we all compete against each other each and every day um you know uh you know we work out with each other all the time you know we always in the gym together so we've building that great bond and uh, as far as me and my role and how I play a factor, you know, in our backcourt, I'm just, you know, having the ball in my hands uh, or playing off the ball, um, you know, making um, decisions uh, for myself, for my teammates that can play. Um, that's why I feel uh, where my role is going to be. Um, that's where I'm going to be my best at, um, just being able to make plays, not for myself, um, for, uh, for my teammates as well, either if I have the ball or if I'm playing off the ball. Um, so I have enough trust, you know, in, in all of my teammates. So, you know, it doesn't matter if I have the ball in my hands or if I have the ball in my hands. So um, that's really what my role will be. Do they ever show you film of some of those uh, former guards that are in the NBA na- uh, now, like Jared and Davion and some of those guys to, to show you some of the things they've done in the past, or do they just kind of stay more in the present? So they definitely show us um, past film, uh, just seeing, you know, the things, learning the terminology, learning what um, what we do here. Um, you know, they did it at the highest level all together. So we just, you know, watching them, seeing how they put it all together and was able to play with each other. And that's how we want to play here. Um, um, so, you know, just watching them, even watching them on my own, um, just seeing what type of moves they put in, the, um, they added to their uh, bag and, uh, and just how they was able to score. So, um, I got um, just like I said, just watching them, how they played that last year when they won it. Um, so, it's really been helping me so far. Where have you, Keontae, seen your uh, game grow the most uh, over, like, the past year? You've had some great international-type experience. You chose to uh, leave the Metroplex and go to IMG. You went to Florida, and so you played against some incredible competition there. Uh, where have you seen your game evolve the most? And, and what are Baylor coaches sort of asking you to do to, to even continue to build on that? Oh, I feel like my game is growing the most is definitely on the defensive side of the ball. Um, just sitting down and stand, um, you know, guarding the ball off of our defense, just really being locked in on that side of the ball. Um, and as far as uh, offensive side, I just feel like, you know, my reads, I'm um, reading the game really better. Uh, that comes to watching film, a lot of film, making mistakes in practice, learning from mistakes. So, you know, I just really feel like that part of my game um, is really um, improved as far as, as far as just making the right pass, um, just stuff like that, um, and just getting my jump shot uh, consistent, um, being a consistent jump shot maker. Um, working on finishes, you know, that's all that I've been working on. But I really feel like right now I've made a real big jump um, on the defensive side of the ball. Well, you were finishing around the rim in Canada and, uh, and and being very aggressive. And I know getting to the line, even though you had limited attempts in that last year at IMG, I mean, I think you were 90% on however many attempts it was. And, uh, and is that – when you set goals for yourself, are you thinking kind of in that neighborhood of – 
40 percent three, 85 percent free throw. What 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 do you kind of have in in mind for yourself in in that area? Um, definitely want to be the most efficient I can be, um, and that is you know 40, 50, 90. Um, so being a one eighty shooter, so I definitely um, try to strive uh, for that, make that one of my goals. That just comes with making, like I said, making my jump shot more consistent, making taking good shots, taking great shots. Um, you know, knowing when to shoot, knowing when to pass. Um, so that's definitely a goal that I've definitely set for myself um, when it's here. All right. Now I saw some of that uh, film, by the way, that Derek Whitehead was trying to move past you, and you weren't letting him by. So. Uh, you, there's some great footage out there. You stay it in front of everybody. Now, when, when Epe Udo and, and Davion and some guys like that and Jared come back to campus and you all get to spend a little time with them, um, that's got to be kind of a neat thing. Is there any tricks of the trade that Davion may have shared with you? I mean, he's obviously known already in the NBA as a lockdown defender. What's uh, What are some of the takeaways uh, you've had from maybe your your visits with him and, and some of the other Baylor greats? Um, you know, Epe, um, he came down and, you know, I just asked him, what do you think um, right now for me would set me apart um, from all the uh, other freshmen um, and make me one of the best players in college basketball? And, you know, that, he just basically told me, you know, go hard at anything that you do, whether it's our individual um, or it's just, you know, we're going through a segment of five on five, four on four. Um, so that's just what he really told me. And just as far as um, Davion, um, just ask him what it is, you know, you know how he's able to guard the ball. And it's just, you know, it's just a want to. And I started to figure that out. Um, started to take, like I said, I, um, taking that side of the ball very seriously. Um, you know, he's gave, gave me a text um, telling me, you know, defense is horrible. Uh, just trying to make me better. And, you know, that's, you know, that's, uh, when you come here, you know, it's a blessing. You know, the past players, they come back and they teach what they've, uh, what they've learned. And, you know, each and every year, um, every player that comes to Baylor gets uh, better when they at least. All right. Well, listen, this was a lot of fun. Great to visit with you. By the way, do you have any NIL deals? Or I'm sure people have reached out to you with opportunities. Anything you can announce to us? Or, or is that, are you still keeping some of that under wraps? Oh, I got a couple of NIL deals in the making um, that I will post about. Um, so it should be coming out still sooner or later. Um, so I don't think my um, NIL representative wants me to um, um, let that out yet, but okay. it'll be out uh, once it um, once it's finalized. The deal's finalized. All right, all right. Well, Keontae, keep us in mind. This is a good platform for you to make announcements like that. Okay, <laughs> here on the. Here on the Matt Mosley Show. Listen, appreciate you doing this. Have a great practice today. And uh, and everybody's so excited for this season and get to see you. No matter how long you're with us uh, in Waco, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you, as you've seen with some of those guys that like Kendall and, and um, you know, with, with, so, with Sohan, it uh, doesn't matter how long they're there. They're always uh, huge Baylor guys. And so it'll be a lot of fun. Keontae, thank you. And, and uh, best of luck as you get ready to go this season. Thank you. Thank you so much. There he goes. Keontae George joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. we got Cowboys coming up, Cowboys-Eagles. We'll discuss it next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, 
John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football back home from Morgantown with another loss to the West Virginia Mountaineers. Plus volleyball, big match in the Farrell Center tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel. Luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Follow Baylor Volleyball all season on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor-V-Ball. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football is still 0 for Morgantown, falling last night to the West Virginia Mountaineers, 43-40 the final score. Baylor now 0-6 all-time playing the Mountaineers in Morgantown. Baylor had 594 yards of offense on the night, but lost starting quarterback Blake Shapin in the third quarter. Kyron Drones filled in well, but the Baylor defense gave up 500 yards of offense to West Virginia in a 43-40 loss. After the game, we visited with head coach Dave Aranda. Tough loss for you guys on the road. It is. You know, we, we didn't execute when it matters most, I thought. There was times where we would make a run and we would get things going and we could never make the next play, whether it was um, an offensive play to, to um, um, avenge a score or it was a defensive play to um, create a lead. You know, we just could never make it. And you could feel the moment, momentum of all of it was just not good at halftime with uh, the amount of yards we had and the and what the score was and and so the you know the thing that we have to work on is um the details the um the um bringing the scope of the offense and defensive plays down to a, um, a minority of calls that we can execute in pressure situations because uh, we did not do that tonight Dave Aranda following last night's 43-40 loss to West Virginia that leaves the Bears at 3-3 three three on the season, 1-2 in Big 12 conference play, now hosting Kansas Saturday week, October 22nd at McLean Stadium. Also, Baylor soccer, a 3-2 winner over Iowa State last night. They'll play at West Virginia on Sunday. Baylor volleyball, number 18 in the nation, hosting number one Texas tomorrow at 2. It's a whiteout tomorrow in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. I'm John Morris. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. 
The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Barnum Country Store, Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Crawford, TFNB, Your Bank for Life, and Hometown Construction. Coach, coming off a 33-20 win over Marlin last Friday night in district play, this was a back-and-forth game. It was a one-score game at halftime. Your team was able to take the lead in the second half and never relinquish it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, our, our kids really played up to a big ball game. Uh, we, uh, I think we did a good job putting uh, all three parts of the game, offensively, defensively, and special teams to good use Friday night. Uh, defense really had a big stand uh, early in the game uh, on a fourth down stop right uh, about the two-yard line. And then uh, we were able to take the ball on a 97-yard drive and score, and that really kind of flipped the momentum in our favor. Uh, but, uh, boy, the kids played really hard. It was a hard-fought game, but uh, we were fortunate to come out on top. Now, you continue district play this week against Moody. Talk a little bit about the Bearcats. Offensively, they run the spread. What kind of spread do they run? Is it pass-heavy, or is it a power spread? Well, they utilize their quarterback is their their catalyst. He's he's very good athlete. Uh, Hunter Hoharts is, is very talented. And uh, he's able to throw the ball, but he's an excellent runner, too. So they utilize him in the run game as well. And, and uh, they have a plethora of receivers they like to get the ball to. But he's the primary component to their offense. So any way they can get him uh, the ball, whether it's running or utilize him in the passing game, they're going to do that. So he's, he's a, a very dangerous weapon that they use, and they've continued to get better and improve each and every week. So it'll be a challenge for us. What about defensively for them? Defensively, I think they're an even front team. Uh, I think improved a lot in their in the fundamentals. They have some good athletes, good skill position athletes defensively, and I think they're continuing to grow in that area up front as well. So I look for them to be a challenge for us, and uh, we're working hard to try to get ready for it. ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.com. Mark.us. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Find sports news, streaming, 
and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all of your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar None Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at barnonecountrystore.com. Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. In the ALDS yesterday, Houston beat Seattle 4-2. Cleveland in New York was postponed for weather. Today in the MLB playoffs, Cleveland at New York, followed by Atlanta at Philly and L.A. at San Diego. In the NFL last night on Thursday Night Football, Washington beat Chicago 12-7. Bader lost to West Virginia last night 43-40. UCF beat Temple 70-13. Tonight in college football, Navy at SMU and UTSA at Florida International. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University at Elgin, 630 pregame on 104.9 FM. Waco at Shoemaker, pregame at 630 on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple host Hutto, 7 o'clock pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the <clears throat> Matt Mosley Show. As we roll into the 5 o'clock hour, and uh, Cowboys-Eagles coming up Sunday night. That'll be exciting. It looks like one more game at least for Cooper Rush. Cowboys have uh, tried to keep moving Dak Prescott to be ready. The only remaining mystery is not whether or not he'll start Sunday night. It's who will be the backup in this game. If he's there to the point where he could be the backup quarterback, that becomes very interesting. If not, they'll, you know, it'll be Will Greer as the backup, and they'll proceed that way. And then perhaps the following week, there'll be a, a decent chance 
that uh, Dak Prescott can be ready. Now, I, you know, I, our text line earlier today, I, I threw it out there, 254-662-1660. And, and I wanted to give you guys an opportunity today to sound off. I also tried to lift your spirits because the uh, I thought the Keontae George interview would do it. He's going to be another tremendous player for the Bears. And quite honestly, I mean, Kendall Brown was really good, and Jeremy Sohan was really good. And Sohan just went in the lottery. But this guy is a is a much more refined player than either one of those guys. And you say, well, wait, what does that mean? Those guys are in the NBA now. Well, and I, maybe I should say a more refined scorer. He, he knows how to fill it up, and he's going to join two other guards, and really three other guards, when you think about Langston Love. But with Adam Flagner and L.J. Cryer, you're talking about possibly could form the best backcourt in the country. And so that was really fun to get to visit with him. Now, if there's something you want to sound off on, I, I just did not want to, to finish the show today without giving you that opportunity. Our text line... Uh, CNC collision text line is 254-662-1660. I thought the offensive game plan for Baylor last night against West Virginia, really good. Ran the ball well. Uh, Shapin was on point. Tremendous throws. I mean, just incredibly accurate. Right? Reminded me of that first half against Oklahoma State, the Big 12 championship game. In fact, he was. there were more chunk plays here. I mean, he was on pace to throw for like 350 or 400. And about four touchdowns. He was money. And, you know, they came in, hit him high on a targeting play. And got knocked out of the game, knocked him out of the game. Now, you know, West Virginia, it certainly helped their cause. That All that said, though, hey, Drones didn't lose Baylor that game. Drones comes in, leads them down the field, chunk plays, chunk plays. I mean, there, there was nothing. It's not like Jeff Grimes said, oh, man. We can't do what we were doing with Shapin. Grimes was still calling the plays, still letting them throw it down. And when they had a chance to either go conservative and kick a field goal or or go for it on fourth and two, they went for it on fourth and goal down there on the two-yard line and put it right on Hal Presley. So do you – I guess my question to our people is, do you think the Bears – can bounce back from this or do you think like some Baylor fans are out there and it's okay if you have this opinion there are Baylor fans out there right now saying I don't see another win I don't see us being bowl eligible now I think on homecoming they're going to have an inspired effort and I think they'll be I don't care if Jayhawks beat OU and they may do it but I think the Bears are going to find a way to win that game and if they do then they could get on a bit of a run and and who knows I mean I weird things do happen in Lubbock but they did not lose that game because of some atmosphere. Okay, it wasn't about those fans. Those fans weren't that great last night. They went into hostile territory and did anything they wanted on offense. They just turned the ball over too much. Do, do you think, does this feel like a lost season? Or do you think they could get this thing rolling again? Let us hear from you. 254-662-1660. On the uh, on the CNC collision text line, and Aaron, I know earlier you were kind of taking a peek, and we may have some fresh ones coming in as we speak. But what is the general feel? And and did you have a couple of uh, of our textures 
that we could reference? What are you? What are we hearing from our people? Because I just I hated to let this Friday go by, post game Friday, without letting our people sound off a little bit. Uh, for the most part, it's been about defense and the special teams. There was uh, a couple that kind of. Well, one in particular said our Bears did well considering the personal fouls and target knocking out key offensive players. Drones play well considering the circumstances. It goes on uh-huh. to say if he plays next week and does well, could have a quarterback controversy. Could have one? Yeah. <laughs> I heard some guy on, on Twitter. I had a bunch of people hit me up on Twitter. You can always do that, at Matt Mosley. And um, – Aaron, what is your, you have a different kind of one. This is, of course, Aaron Sexton, the uh, fine producer of this program. Is it stats? Give yours real quick, your your uh, Twitter handle. At stats tell all. At stats tell all. I always want to say stats don't lie or something or numbers don't lie. But it's, it's um, stats tell all is what Aaron has decided to go with, and you can reach out to him on that. <coughs> Somebody said – Something about, you know, drones needs to be ready because we've already, you know, Shapin's already been injured a couple of times now in only a short amount of play in time. Come on. Come on. Really? I mean, he got his shoulders separated, lead, you know, in, a, in the Big 12 title game, and he gutted it out and finished the game. Couldn't even throw the ball, but he stays in the game, and then he gets a head injury. I mean, the guy likely has a concussion from getting hit in the head. We'll see. But let's not label him as injury-prone, okay, because he because he tried to slide. He tried to do the right thing. And a West Virginia player came in high. And, again, was it dirty? Well, kind of, yeah. Did they want to knock him out of the game? I think so. Most defenses want to knock a quarterback out of the game. You want to do it in a fair way, though. And that's not when a guy's giving himself up, coming in high. Now they got he got kicked out of the game, but I mean, what a lot of good that does the Bears when they lose their starting quarterback. All right, um, boy, I'm sorry, we were going to listen to a little bit of uh, Dave, but we have heard some of him throughout the day. You guys have been really good. Appreciate you. We got to uh, come back and say a quick good night. The dismount is next. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Saddle Creek Dental and Redwoods Incorporated. Coach, you're coming off a uh, 32-29 win over Moody. What what a great win for your football team on homecoming. Uh, definitely so. You know, we kind of trailed pretty much most of the game the second from the second quarter on, and and. Uh, they hit us with some good trick plays and fake punt and, and kept us on our toes. And uh, kids were able to battle back, and we scored late, I think, with about four minutes or so to take the lead and uh, got a good defensive stop there at the end to seal the victory. What, what do you feel like your team learned from, from that come-from-behind victory? Well, hopefully they never quit. You know, things weren't going our way, and, and they just kept fighting and kept playing and, and ended up being on top. Talk a little bit about uh, your offensive production, 32 points from, from your offense. Yeah, we, I think we punted once or twice. Uh, actually, we punted twice because one of them got blocked. But, uh, you know, I thought we did a real good job of the ball. We had a fourth down conversion late that wish we would have got, and we didn't. But, 
that. I thought things looked really well. We were able to run the ball when we wanted to, and, and when you can do that, your chances of winning definitely go up. This week, Rosebud Lot, so another challenge within this district uh, coming up on Friday night. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they've got some good skill kids, uh, three or four kids that can really run w- well and uh, really big up front on both sides of the ball, so it'll be a challenge for us. Do you have to stay on the field offensively to keep their offense off the field? I think that's definitely part of the game plan, you know, uh, move the ball and, and score when we have it, and, and hopefully that keeps them – like you said, off the field offensively and it limits their chances. ESPN Central Texas. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, doctors Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized dental care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace next to Ashley's Furniture. Open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. 
BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recess lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. In the ALDS yesterday, Houston beat Seattle 4-2. Cleveland and New York was postponed for weather. Today in the MLB playoffs, Cleveland at New York, followed by Atlanta at Philly and L.A. at San Diego. In the NFL last night on Thursday Night Football, Washington beat Chicago 12-7. Bader lost to West Virginia last night 43-40. UCF beat Temple 70-13. Tonight in college football, Navy at SMU and UTSA at Florida International. High school football on our airwaves tonight, University at Elgin 630 pregame on 104.9 FM. Waco at Shoemaker, pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple host Hutto, 7 o'clock pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man. Good to be with you. Good day. Good day to kind of uh, it's therapeutic talk about this uh, Baylor loss and uh, look at it. it it's going to be another day they're going to have another shot at this thing Kansas will come in it'll be homecoming we'll all gather we'll have a nice time there will be better days it was a tough loss but uh, there were some good things that happened believe it or not uh, Phillies have taken a 6-1 lead and Braves finally broke through in the top of the six but boy the Phillies are pouring it on and uh, I was just looking earlier. Man, Hoskins hit the big one. Had a three-run homer in this one to break it open. All right, everybody. Have a tremendous weekend. Cannot wait to talk to you Monday right at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.